0: Welcome back, everyone, to BBP News for another Saturday morning monthly good news episode. I am joining you this month. I think it's the first time in two months. I am very excited to be here on this Saturday morning. And let me tell you, Nick, off from what happened last night, I am very exhausted. I have my <laughs> I have my hot chocolate. I was going to say my coffee, but that would be a lie. I have my hot chocolate in hand, and I'm ready to hear this good news.
1: I was about to say, uh. Coffee for you doesn't signal a good morning, it signals a desperate morning, and that's not what we have here this morning. Um, this is a very nice If we morning. didn't have the good
0: news, <laughs> it would be a desperate morning.
1: But we are here, we are here uh, with some good news. I've got my bathrobe, and at the moment I just have uh, water with me, because, well, it's going to be a lot of talking for me this episode, so... Um, just water for now. You know, you guys don't need to hear the disaster that would come from me drinking anything else right now. Um, but it's a great morning. We're here. Everything's jolly, happy. Spirits are high. Um, and yeah, I'm glad to have you back here with us. You weren't here last time where we honestly, um, I, I feel like we had some great stories last month. Um, Not that this month is any different. I am very excited to share the stories this time around, but last month was great. I wish you could have been there for it, but I'm just glad you're back now.
0: Me too. I always love these episodes, and I think everyone (coughs) listening loves them too because there's just so much sadness, and let's be honest, there's a lot of sadness. There's a lot of difficult times right now in the world, in the country. And just hearing good news one after another is just such good news.
1: Well, you know, you've got stress if you pay attention to things like politics and stuff like that. There's a lot of stress there. You got stress from your job. You got stress from your friends. You got stress if you have, you know, if you have kids, you might be experiencing kids running around all weekend. So, you know, there are little stressors all over the place. But we're here with good news. And good news, it just makes you smile. It makes you a little happier. It makes things seem a little easier. It gets you going for your day. So I'm just glad that we can be here and share some of this good news and hopefully make you guys smile as much as the stories make us smile.
0: Well, with that beautiful little wordplay that you just did there, Nick, tell us what is the first good news story?
1: Okay, first good news story comes from... um, A hospital where two nurses had met um, right before the COVID-19 pandemic began. Um, So these two started going out. Their names are Kelsey and Jacob. And there was one day where Kelsey got a call up to the rooftop helipad uh, and was told that there was a patient to pick up. When she arrived, however... It was actually her boyfriend Jacob who was standing there ready to propose to her a group of their friends were watching from a nearby building uh, through the window and it was an immediate yes there were celebrations on that rooftop helipad you know he swept her right off her feet and it was just a beautiful beautiful way to propose in those in that in that way
0: Talk about something straight out of a movie.
1: (laughs) That was kind of my thought, too. I I could imagine the scene. I could see it playing out in my head the entire time, and it just seemed so cinematic.
0: See, Nick, this is one of those good news stories where you dream. Like, you know how like, there's always that, like, when you get to that point in a relationship when you propose to someone, there's always the conversation of, now, you can't just get down on one knee at the restaurant. You have to do fun <laughs> that show remember forever. Okay, that right there, that guy, you just put it on the next level.
1: Yeah, well, and I felt it was so perfect honestly because you know again they're both nurses you know they've both been working in this capacity all through the pandemic and all of that and have been building their relationship through all of that so i feel like the hospital where it all began and where it's a lot of it's been built most likely i feel like doing it there like you said is going to is that next level it's going to make it something to remember for sure
0: angry one 100% with you. What's the next story?
1: All right, so story 2 is honestly just an adorable story that I had to include. So, a 4-year-old boy in New Zealand called 111, which if you're not aware is basically New Zealand's version of 911. Um, so he called the 111 dispatch and the woman who was working dispatch at that point um asked what was going on and he said that he wanted uh a policeman to come over uh so he could show his toys to them and instead of just dismissing the call instead of just telling him not to call 111 or anything like that she actually grabbed her radio grabbed her police radio and gave the address she put out the address and um and told any police officer that if they were free to go over and check it out she actually said quote there's a four-year-old there who is wanting to show police their toys over and again she had encouraged any police officer who was free and in the area to go and stop by and constable kurt did he stopped over at this house and the boy got to show Kurt, his toys, and, uh, Kurt turned on the lights for him and everything, and then obviously they had a talk, it, it was Kurt and the boy and the boy's parents had a, uh, had a talk about when to call 111, um, just for emergencies and all that, but, you know, he still went over, the boy got to show his toys, and Kurt had spoken after the fact, and he had been a member of the force for six years, and his thought process is that he wants, everyone to have trust in the police office in the police force in New Zealand um and so even if that means taking calls that don't have to do with emergencies and don't have to do with uh like you know different services that would normally be fulfilled by the police taking these calls is a way to build trust in all different age groups and he was happy that he was able to to uh Get that trust from that boy and just have that special little moment.
0: I love this. I, I love this good news story. But I love good, like I love news stories in general when it's surrounding the area of like you know. I think you've told the story before of where a child was scared that there was, um, ghost in the attic upstairs, and he called the police and the cop. Came and, you know, went through the whole house with the kid and told him everything's okay. Like, those stories, they're, they're, they come out periodically and they all have their different variants of it. But, and like, I just love all those good news stories all around because I think it's like the cutest thing ever.
1: It's adorable. It really is because it, they very easily could have just dismissed this call, could have reprimanded the, the boy for not, um, or for calling the police or when it was an emergency or the parents. Yeah, exactly. They could have reprimanded either, either of those parties, but they didn't, you know, they checked to see if there was an available officer and that officer actually took the time to go over there and actually look at the boy's toys and actually, you know, and turn the lights on for him in the police car and to give that boy that, you know, that special experience he was looking for. Um, To build that trust and to, you know, just strengthen that community tie. Um, And it's just cool in my mind a little bit that this this comes from, you know, a different country too. You know, we we don't just see this here in the U.S. that it's going around in in other countries as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, you got two good news stories. Can you top it with a third good news story? All
1: right. This one is just kind of it's pretty neat i gotta say and it's another one from overseas barcelona you know barcelona spain if you don't know it's a very busy city you know it's one of the biggest cities in um in spain and there are roads that have thousands of cars traveling along them throughout the day And parents there have been noticing that and have been trying to come up with ways to promote uh, a safer way for their children to get to school. And it started out as a group of five families biking to the school on Fridays to try and promote the building of a safe bike path for these children, whether that be a bike lane or some separate path away from the busy streets. And now this has turned to hundreds of people gathering together to bike and rollerblade and scooter to schools together. this has grown, you know, every week that they've done it. And now they even have a police escort to make sure that they arrive safely. And this is all, again, in an effort to advocate for a safe bike path for children to get to school. Now, they call it the BC bus or otherwise known as the bike bus. Um, And they're continuing to do this until their voices are heard and and until they're able to... um, to get this bike path and they encourage any other parents in Barcelona to, to join them.
0: That's honestly a really cool story. It's very unique. I do have to say that. And it's, it really has grown. And I find that so amazing with many of the good news stories that you do report on with how it starts out with something simple like that, but then it, it escalates into something bigger like that, where Now they're getting a police escort and it's every Friday and lots of people are involved. You know, and
1: this is, these are my, I want to say these are either my favorite types of stories or close to. Because it's just that example of the community coming together on a certain on a certain matter that like you said started out small started out as five families just biking together to school on fridays you know to to just try and get the word out there about this whole thing and then suddenly it became hundreds of people that do this on fridays a police escort needed to keep everyone safe you know like it's this huge thing where multiple you know, several different ends of the community are getting involved and they're all tying together and just becoming this one group that's just ever growing. It's, it's getting bigger and bigger and all to try and get their voices out there on a specific matter, you know, to, to protect the children, to have this bike lane built, to protect people from the busy streets and all that. And I just love stuff like this. I love community stories like this. And I thought it was a perfect one to introduce here. And again, from around the world.
0: That is. How is it, Nick, that you always manage to sum these things up better than I always do, but we're basically saying the same thing. Like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to say here, drink my hot chocolate and let's hear that fourth good news story.
1: All right. So Halloween obviously just passed, you know, it's, happened just about a week ago now so i figured why not throw in a little bit of a halloween story so there was a group of children uh three children trick-or-treating in england and they ended up at the house of an 86 year old woman who told them unfortunately she didn't have any candy to bring them or to give to them and they told her that's fine you know, a little bit of that Halloween spirit and that joy and a smile is just as good. But then the children decided to then, um, you know, try to put a smile on her face. So they went to the store and they bought her some chocolates, a card and a pack of muffins and returned to the house and gave those things to her and even threw in a 10 pound note. Um, and the, her grandson, the woman's grandson had reported that you know she was absolutely lost in the joy of meeting these kids and and what they did for her and um her and her family are planning to give these kids gifts in thanks of their generosity um because of just you know all the happiness that they were able to bring her by making this little gesture all started you know during trick-or-treating
0: You know, trick-or-treating is generally for the kids, but these kids didn't make the holiday about them and made someone else's day. You know, I'm sure it made a lot more than her day. It made her week and, you know, probably even something that she, she, she will definitely remember forever. I know if that was me in that situation, I would remember that forever.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like you said, trigger-treating normally for the kids. You know, these kids are going out, they're dressing up, and they're looking for candy. They're going from house to house, yet they want as much candy as they can get. You know, it's just one of those holidays. But they come across this house and this woman who didn't have any candy, and instead of getting upset or angry or anything like that, they actually went out of their way. To stop trick or treating, go to the store, get her all you know, get her these nice gifts, these chocolates and the muffins and the thank you card. They just went so above and beyond anything they had to do in this situation, and it's just remarkable to see. Um, it, it's amazing to see children go this above and beyond, on especially on a holiday like this. It's just great.
0: Exactly. And yeah, I mean, you said it perfectly. I agree with you. What do you got for your fifth and final good news story for this Saturday morning?
1: All right. So, so far this morning, we've had stories from the U.S. We've had stories from, you know, we had a story from New Zealand, from Spain, from England, and now we're going to round it off with a story from Australia. Because there is a dog there who has been rewarded for his ability to save koalas. Um, In Australia, if you're not aware, they have been experiencing for quite some time now, uh, over the past couple of years, a lot of wildfires. And this has been happening all throughout the country. And so they've had different conservation groups going through throughout the country trying to save all these animals as the fires have spread. Well, part of this is that they use dogs to uh, locate the animals. And in this case, this six-year-old dog, his name is Bear, he was trained to sniff out koalas. And he has saved over a hundred from bushfires. Um, He's been working with a conservation group from the University of Sunshine Coast and He was given this award from the International Fund for Animal Welfare And what's crazy is that this dog has quite the past. He was originally a shelter dog Um, He had originally been given up by his owners because he was too hyperactive and too energetic too you know liked to play too much he was a little too aggressive for the owner's liking so they put him in a shelter well it turned out that this hyperactive nature and this playful nature uh was perfect for this job so he was uh picked up by the conservation group and they actually used this hyperactive you know energy and this playfulness as a way for him to find these koalas and save the koalas lives. And now he's been honored. Um, you know, the, the person from the conservation group that works with him said that uh, because of this award, he has earned himself extra pets and extra play time. And so congratulations to bear. And I thought this was just a wonderful story.
0: When you said a dog was saving koalas, I was like, what? <laughs> but, I think this one might be one of my favorite good news stories because a it involves a puppy and b it involves a koala. I mean, the two cutest animals ever.
1: Yeah, no, this one was absolutely adorable. When I saw the headline and it said that a dog was saving koalas, I'm like, I have to read this immediately. That this is going in this this is going in the episode one way or another. That was before I even read what the story actually was, but. um... Yeah, no, to just say over oh, a hundred, you know, when you think of a hundred, typically that doesn't seem like a whole lot of something, you know, depending on what you're talking about, but a hundred koalas from bushfires. That That's
0: amazing. It's more than amazing, Nick. It's awesome.
1: It's awesome. It's adorable. I, you know, again, I congratulate this dog. That's awesome. I just love that they were able to use... The reason that he was put in the shelter for the first in in the first place, and use it to actually, um, you know, help save these animals' lives. And they didn't try to stifle that energy. They didn't try to you know make him calm down or anything. They trained him using that energy that he had, and put it to a wonderful cause.
0: I agree one hundred percent, Nick. You did awesome again, another month, amazing good news stories for this wonderful Saturday morning. You never disappoint on good news Saturday, and quite frankly, Monday and Fridays either. But that is the end of this month's good news episode. Make sure you come back Monday morning because we have some major breaking news for you Monday morning. The infrastructure bill past the house we'll have all that and so much more so enjoy the rest of your weekend everybody and we will see you back here monday morning make sure you follow us on bbp news twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news bye
1: bye guys